Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Going to be sharing about 40 days of prayer. Um, we are so glad that you're here this morning. And I uh, pray as we share some thoughts out of the Word of God that you receive something um, that would encourage you today. Um, I'm really encouraged, uh, excited about this starting the 28th of October. Our, our whole church is going to be going through a resource called 40 Days of Prayer. And this booklet has been sitting on my desk for probably over a year now. And I've been waiting for a, a green light, a, a, an opportunity um, to uh, uh, encourage the church, allow the whole church to go through 40 days of prayer together, and I believe the green light is for October the 28th. And our whole church, uh, our young people, our old people, our youth, our kids' church, the whole congregation is going to be spending six weeks together learning about prayer. Amen? And so really, really encouraged about that. You know, prayer is something that everybody does at some stage of their life. Uh, some people pray uh, for their health. Some people pray for their children. Uh, people pray to idols. People pray to the cosmos, uh, even atheists pray. I heard a guy hit his head the other day and he cried out, Oh God. So even atheists pray. <laughs> many, many people pray. But for us as Christians, our prayers are to the one true living God. Amen. That, that's who we pray to. And the truth about our prayer life is this, that we're all different journeys of our prayer life together. Uh, in our church this morning, there are some real prayer intercessors. There are some people here this morning that, that just that you, your prayer life is just like on fire. You are an intercessor. You wake up in the morning, you go to bed at night praying. Amen. Who'd love to be like that? Amen. But then there's other people that struggle with their prayer life. Sometimes there are seasons in their prayer life where their prayer life is strong. And then there's other seasons in your life and your prayer life where your prayer's not so strong. And then there's some other people as well uh, don't pray much at all and really struggle with the feeling of being, uh, feeling like they're condemned because their prayer life is not where they would like it to be. But this is why I believe it's so important that we're going on this journey of 40 days or six weeks together learning more about prayer. I want to say this morning, I don't believe that you can learn all that you know about prayer uh, during the course of your life. I think that there is so much more for us to discover about God through prayer. Amen. So it doesn't matter what stage you're at, how good you are, how bad you are about prayer. I believe that as we go through this journey together, 40 days together, that God is going to captivate our hearts and take us to another level in knowing what it means to pray. Amen? Next Sunday night, Rach uh, Imo is going to come and she's going to talk about the theology behind 40 days. Why is it, 40 day, why is it a 40-day period? And I'm really looking forward to Rach sharing that with us as well. But you know, the truth is this. Studies have proven that if you do something consistently over a 40-day period, it will become a habit in your life. Amen. Some habits are harmful, but I believe that developing the prayer, the, the habit of prayer will be helpful. In fact, I believe it will be life-changing. Amen. So from the 28th of October, we're asking everyone in the church to buy a devotion and to join a small group for a six-week period. Amen. I believe that through this journey, our lives, our prayer lives have the potential to be turned upside down. Amen. If I was to ask you honestly, how do you feel about your prayer life today? You don't have to answer that. That's between you and God. But I believe that all of us have the potential to go to another level. I believe that all of us have the opportunity to build a, a, a deeper intimacy in our relationship with God through prayer. Amen? 
So really encouraging uh, uh, everyone with that. So as your pastor, I'm asking that for everybody in the church to buy one of these resources here. This resource here, it's absolutely astounding. It's a daily devotion, uh, but it's also a study guide as well. And we've made them available. You can get them at the information uh, counter at the back there. Dave and Wendy will be there after the service. You can go and have a look at these. If you were to go and buy one of these from Kurong, it would be $30. But we've discounted them to $10 because we want to see every person in the church, whole families, with one of these in their hands, in their possession for a six-week period. Amen. They are absolutely astounding. A daily devotion every day for a six-week period because I believe that God wants to transform our lives. So at the back there, you can purchase them, pre-purchase them for $10. You can have a look at the, the study guide and the daily devotion that they are as well. So the thought this morning is how will this all work? Well, the first thought is this. From October 28th, I'll be sharing a message on prayer and every, uh, every weekend through to the middle of December. Then for the next seven days, as I share a message on Sunday, for the next seven-day period, we have a daily devotion to go through. Amen. And the beauty of that is that when you get to your small group, um, someone will be able to ask you, how did you go on day 15? Or how did you go on day 16? You see the accountability there? Because the potential is if we can commit to individually and corporately to go on this journey for 40 days together, then it's going to become a great habit in our lives. Amen? Very, very powerful. So we do the, the, the daily devotion for a seven-day period after that. Then during the course of the week, wherever it might be, you might be at your home, it might be at your business, it might be at work, we're encouraging everyone during that seven-day period to attend a small group. Amen. You might not be in a small group today, but I want to encourage you with all of my heart, make sure that during this 40-day period, you become a part of a small group. Amen. And you can do that by going down again to the information counter there. Dave and Wendy are there to help you with that, where you can get connected, etc. The potential for this to change our prayer life, I believe, is incredibly powerful. But it'll only be really successful if you're in a connect group. Amen? Because if you're part of a small group, then you're going to be held accountable to the journey. But if you're not in a small group, you won't be held accountable. Amen? So you can go and spend the $10, but not be a part of a small group. There's going to be no accountability there. Amen. So I'm accountable to the Lord. Well, I know you are, but God wants us to take it up another notch. Amen. Be accountable to one another for this journey that we're about to go through. Hi, Morris. Good to see you, bro. <laughs> be accountable to the journey that we're going through. Amen. So that's the second thought, that you become a part of a small group. So at the back of the auditorium this morning, what's at the back? As I said, Dave and Wendy will be there uh, at the 40 days table there. You can pre-order the devotion. You can sign up to join a connect group. Uh, the office will suggest at some point what stage and age group that you should be a part of or could be a part of as well. You can also find out about being a host leader as well. We are looking for people to open up their homes during this period as well. And what we're looking for in host, host home leaders, um, number one, uh, someone that's happy to be around other people. We don't want cranky people. We just want people that are happy. Amen. So if you're, you're a happy person, then you have the potential to be a host home leader. The second thing we're looking for is for you to open your home or your business for a six-week period. That's all. Open your home or your business for a six-week period. And the, the next uh, letter in the word host is S, 
We're looking for people that can serve some refreshments, some tea and coffee, some juice, whatever, during that meeting together. And lastly, our tea is to simply turn on the DVD player. Who thinks that they can do that? Happy, open your home, serve some refreshments and turn on a DVD. Anyone out there can do that? Oh, no, I don't think I could. Of course we can. I mean, so we're looking for many, many people as well to be host home leaders as well, just for a six-week period to open your home. Who knows that even neighbours and friends may well want to get on the journey of 40 days of prayer as well. You might well be surprised as you start to talk about it. Who would want to be a part of that? So you can pretty well put your name at the table there as well. And if you want to be a host home leader, then we're going to give some training to people as well. Only 20 minutes where you'll sit down and we'll take you through some training very simply. And we're going to do that on Sunday the 14th of October and Sunday the 28th of October. Straight after the morning service, we'll meet in the cafe with the new host home leaders and take you through a simple uh, induction or training. Amen. Just to help you with the journey if you've got any questions as well. But you can put your name at the table straight after the service as well. Over the six weeks, what will we be learning about? We'll be learning about prayer, but one of the things that we'll be learning about, number one, is the purpose of prayer. Why does God want us to pray? Why did Jesus encourage us to pray? What happens when we pray? They're all great questions, and we're going to look at how we can answer those in the first week. We'll discover that prayer is an act of dedication. Amen? That's one of the acts of prayer, an act of dedication, dedicating ourselves to God, just like the guys did this morning with baby Malachi. Very significant. In fact, Jesus said... In John chapter 15, verse 5 through to 7, it says this. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown in the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. One of the purposes of prayer is the act of dedication. Amen dedicating ourselves daily to God. Another thing that we're going to learn as well, this would be probably very helpful for so many people. How do we pray with confidence? Amen. How do I pray with confidence? We will discover that we pray with greater confidence as we realize that God is a caring father. Come on. God's a caring God. He cares about the little details. He cares about the small stuff. But often we won't pray in confidence to God because we don't see him in the, the right way or in the right light. In fact, Isaiah 49, 15 makes a comparison between God and our heavenly father, excuse me, between a mother and a heavenly father. Look at this, listen to this scripture this morning. It says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, listen to what God says, I will not forget you. The more we discover the nature of God and the character of God, the greater confidence we'll have in coming to God in prayer. Amen. We've got to discover that through and by prayer. Amen. In fact, look at God's hearts towards us. Anybody going through some anxiety at the moment? Don't put your hand up, but you may well be going through a bit of an anxious season. Uh, We all do at different times, right? It's life, isn't it? Stuff happens. But look at what the Word of God says in 1 Peter 5, verse 7. He says, cast all your anxieties on Him because He cares for you. Don't you love that this morning? Cast all your anxieties on Him because He cares for you. So the third thing we're going to be looking at as well, I love this thought here. We're going to spend two sessions through 
this time and we're going to be looking at the pattern of prayer. Many people, the thought is, I want to pray, but what do I pray and how do I pray? Right? Anybody like that out there? Many of us would be. Many of us would not be. But often we've gone, well, I'm not quite sure what to pray or how to pray. Well, we find that Jesus gives us the model prayer in Matthew chapter 5. I was a good Catholic for many, many years. Amen? I was, and we used to pray this prayer all the time. This, uh, in Matthew chapter 5, it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. And I think we used to go on and say, for thine is the power and the glory and the kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Right. So we used to pray that all the time. This is known as the Lord's Prayer. But what we're going to discover through the resource is that this is a pathway. Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer, but this is a pathway when you understand it, when you unpack it to a deeper prayer life and a deeper understanding of our relationship to God. So that's the third thing that we'll be looking at, a pattern for prayer. The fourth thing we'll be doing is praying for a breakthrough. When you're struggling, when, you're, when you've got the, the odds stacked against you, when you're facing a few mountains or a few giants, what do you do in order to be able to pray for a breakthrough? We're going to learn about that as well. Anyone needing a breakthrough at the moment? I would say, without exception, there'd be people that needing a breakthrough, but we're going to learn how to pray to receive a breakthrough. And lastly, this is very important, how do we pray in a crisis? How do we pray in a crisis? The truth is, if we live long enough, all of us at some stage will be confronted with a crisis, whether it be an illness, a financial crisis, a child crisis, a spouse crisis, at some point we're going to be faced with a crisis but we're going to learn listen to these few little thoughts we're never to let a problem intimidate us amen miracles never happen until you admit that the situation is impossible without god we're going to discover god emmanuel god is with us amen so i want you to open your bible this morning to luke chapter 11 and then we'll conclude today this verse of scripture profound from the thought of why it's so important for us to go on this journey together. Again, if your prayer life's great, make it greater. If your prayer life's okay, we'll commit to taking it to another level. If you really struggle with your prayer, then get on the journey. Don't sort of think to yourself, will I or will I not? No, get on the journey. Let's go on a journey together to discover more of what it means to pray to our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. I love this thought in Luke. Uh, Luke chapter 11, I believe it is. The disciples come to Jesus and they ask Him something. They, they ask Him something quite profound. It says, Now it came to pass as He was praying in a certain place when He ceased that one of His disciples said to Him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples to pray. I find that so intriguing because the disciples have been with Jesus for quite a while now, right? They'd seen him perform all sorts of miracles, all sorts of marvelous acts, all sorts of healings. They'd seen Jesus do so many things. 
And I said a couple of Tuesday nights ago, why didn't they ask Jesus, Jesus, teach us how to turn water into wine. That'd be awesome. Imagine the wedding business you could start with that trick. It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? You'd make a mozza. But the disciples didn't come to Jesus and say, Jesus, will you teach us how to open the eyes of the blind? That, that would be awesome. I mean, could you imagine the fame and the notoriety? Wherever we went, we, we were known as the, 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 the givers of sight. They didn't ask him to teach them about how to perform miracles or how to do healings and signs and wonders. They saw him do all of that, but they didn't ask him that. They asked him the one thing. Lord, would you teach us how to pray? And I got thinking about that. Well, why, why wouldn't have they asked him about all that miraculous stuff? Why wouldn't have they asked him about, you know, well, what, what is the five steps to healing the sick? Or whatever the case may be, but they didn't. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. The question we've got to ponder this morning is why? Why pray? Why prayer? Why not teach us all of those other things? But in their heart and in their mind, they wanted to know more about what it meant to pray like Jesus prayed. You know why? Because they saw in Jesus the intimacy that he had with his heavenly father through prayer. <clears throat> and more than the miracles, more than the signs and wonders, the thing that they wanted more than anything else was the same intimacy that Jesus had with his heavenly father. See, prayer for us, yep, yeah, we're going to learn some stuff. <clears throat> Yes, we're going to apply some principles to our lives and discover more from the Word of God. But ultimately what we're going to be doing is developing a greater intimacy towards God. Because that's what the disciples saw in Jesus. That's why they said, teach us how to pray. That's why they overlooked all of the miraculous stuff and brought it down to that one little thought. Lord, we want to know our God in heaven. We want to know our Heavenly Father the way that you know Him, the way that you relate to Him in and through prayer, amen. And this is what the journey's about. The book will be awesome. <clears throat> the small groups will be awesome. The coffee and tea, the fellowship, all that stuff will be amazing. But the most incredible thing will be that our relationship with God is going to go deeper and we're going to become closer to God as a result of it, amen. And I don't know about you, but that's worth six weeks of our lives. It's worth six weeks of our lives and $10 and whatever it is to open our homes. Let's bow our heads as we close this morning. If I could have the worship team, that would be great. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. Lord, as a church for the journey that we're about to embark upon. Father, I just thank you for this journey that's before us. I thank you that you've opened up the doors You've given us the green light. You're encouraging us down this journey. And I am so thankful to you today. Father, I'm so thankful for the resources that we have, for the teams that are coming together. I thank you this morning for the, the, the people that are putting their hand up to open up their home to be hosts, Lord. I just thank you for all that you're about to do today. But Father, like the disciples, ask Jesus to teach us how to pray. Lord, we as a church, we just ask you this morning... <clears throat> That through this journey, you're going to teach us how to pray. You're going to show us more about what it means to be closer to you through prayer. You're going to show us this morning what it means to 
have a deeper and a more intimate relationship with you through prayer. Because Lord, you're calling us to know you more intimately. You're calling us to know you on a deeper level. And we just thank you this morning for that. Well, every head's bowed and eyes closed this morning. If you're here today, and you know about God, but you want to know God this morning, I'd love to give you an opportunity this morning to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Jesus is the doorway to God. Jesus is the door to a relationship with God, to an intimate relationship with God, to know God not with your head, but to know God from your heart. And how do we do that this morning? We simply ask Jesus to forgive us of our sin, the stuff that we've done that's been wrong, that's separated us from God. And then we ask Him to forgive us and to come into our lives. And we make Him the Lord and the Master of our lives. We commit our lives to following Him. At that point, they're friends. We can know God. Because the eyes of our heart can be opened. If you're here this morning, you've never received Jesus as your Lord or your Savior. Or if you're here this morning and you're away from God, you know at this point, your intimacy, your relationship with God is not where it's at or where it's meant to be while every head's bowed and eyes closed if you're here would you raise your hand right now so i can see it just briefly thank you i see that hand anyone else this morning anyone else today god we thank you just as i look across the building before we close today father we are so thankful father we are so thankful could we just all pray this prayer together jesus today Thank you for dying on the cross so that we could be forgiven. Today, Jesus, we just declare that you are Lord of our lives. We thank you. You're our saviour. And we commit to continuing to follow you. In your name we pray. Amen.